0: Welcome to BusinessWise. This is a podcast series created for entrepreneurs interested in expanding their companies through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrative genius, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. This week's topic is outflow. I'm going to read you the following from an early policy letter from Mr. Hubbard dated 6 July 1959 entitled Outflow. He says here, Outflow is holier, more moral, more remunerative, and more effective than inflow. Okay, so let's take a look at that. So flows, which is of course a directed motion, is of two basic characteristics. Either it's going away from you or it's coming closer. These are the two basic flows in the physical universe, things are either emanating from you or they're coming towards you or some combination thereof. Now, it's easy to perceive these flows in, for instance, a conversation. When you are speaking to someone, you are outflowing to that person and when you are receiving communication from them, you are inflowing. So you have these two flows, outflow versus inflow. Now, The thing to look at here is when a business owner, not necessarily you, but somebody starts running into trouble with their company or their business, which flow rivets their attention? Which flow is it that they consider their priority? Well, let's face it. It's the inflow. Always looking at the mailbox, what's coming in the mail? They're always looking at the appointment book, who's coming in to see us. It's all about what's coming in. And yet, Hubbard says here, outflow is holier, more moral, more remunerative, and more effective than inflow. So, which flow should be grabbing the attention? of that business owner or entrepreneur. Which one should he have his focus on or she have her focus on? Well, clearly, for this reference from Mr. Hubbard, it should be the outflow. Well, that being the case, let's do a little exercise here. I want you to write down a list Take a piece of paper and write a list, column, of the numbers, the figures, or the statistics that you monitor most closely in your business. Write them down in a column. You know, maybe you keep track of your income. Most people do. Maybe you keep track of uh, the number of new customers. These are typical statistics or figures that people watch or inspect. Now maybe you graph them, maybe you don't. But I'm asking you to write down the list of numbers or statistics or figures that you monitor or look at, whether you graph them or not. Now once you've done that, I want you to go back over that list and I want you to write down the word in, if that number measures an inflow, or out if that number or statistic measures an outflow. So for each one, let's say it's income, obviously that measures an inflow. Uh, Maybe you keep a statistic of the value of services you deliver to somebody. That's an outflow. Maybe you keep a statistic of the number of new customers every week or every month. That would be an inflow. So you mark in by that one, you see, and do that with your list have you done that okay then what i want you to do is i want you to look that over and and see what is the ratio of inflow statistics that you're monitoring versus the outflow statistics chances are you're looking at a disproportionate ratio of higher inflow statistics than outflow statistics and that just tells you which one you're monitoring Most closely, which one you have your attention on. Is that the right flow to have your attention on? Evidently not. Not for this reference. He says, again, outflow is holier, more moral, more remunerative, and more effective than inflow. Okay, now why would that be? Because inflow is a proportional response to outflow. He who would inflow must outflow. How do you take charge of an inflow statistic? It's kind of tricky. What are you going to do when the phone's not ringing? Stare at it? Say some kind of mantra over it? When customers aren't coming in, do you go look out the window and will them in? Pray for them to come in? How do you become cause over inflow? You become cause over inflow by being cause over outflow. That you can be cause over. You can always grab the phone and make phone calls. You can always write a letter. You can go out in the street and say hi. That's an outflow. Let's just take a dramatic example. Take it to an extreme. Let's say you were starting a store or shop on a good street, not a bad location. You put all kinds of interesting things in there for people to buy widgets or food or Sandwiches or what have you. And then you blacken all the windows. And then you have no signage at all. And there's no promotion going out, no advertising at all. In other words, no outflow. What kind of inflow are you going to expect? I'll give you an answer. It's zero. You're not going to get any inflow at all. Now, if you then opened your front door and looked out into the street and started yelling, hey, sandwiches for sale, widgets for sale, come on in. Now, I'm not saying this is artful or skillful as a marketing approach, but if you did that long enough, would it not be true that somebody eventually is going to walk into that place, even if it's just to tell you to shut up? In other words, any inflow is going to be in response to some sort of outflow, and the proportion of inflow to outflow is relative to the skill and quality of that outflow. But you don't go after quality without acknowledging this fact. It's quantity first. Outflow is holier, more moral, more remunerative, and more effective than inflow. As a matter of fact, I think a lot of people have kind of understood this over the centuries because it's an agreeable concept. People have said for the longest time to give is better than to receive. Yeah, outflow is better. Outflow is better. But now you know why. Because he who would inflow must outflow. So Albert goes on to say the order of priority of staff action follows for any department or staff member. Number one, this is the most important. Number one, outflow to general public using any com, which is short for communication, particle or body. That's your number one priority. Oh, yeah. That's our priority. All right. Okay. Good. Do a little inspection. Walk into your business. Walk up to your business as though you were a stranger to that business, as though you are a prospective new customer. Walk in there. Walk up to the front door, walk in there, see what you see. What is greeting you? That is outflow. How does the place look? Is it neat? Is it clean? Is it attractive? How about the staff? How are they dressed? How do they greet you? How are their manners? That's all outflow. And that is extremely important. It is the most important flow. that number one outflow to general public using any communication particle or body. How do they answer the phone? How do they greet a customer? How do they handle their requests? How does the place look? How efficient is it? How much waiting time is there? This is outflow. Okay? Not to mention, of course, your marketing, your promotion, your letters. Outflow. The number one priority Number one, outflow to general public using any com particle or body. Number two, this is the second one, second most important flow. Number two is inflow of income-producing com particles. Hey, we're not, you know, Hubbard's not saying here inflow is not important. He's just saying it's number two, okay? And all too often you see piles of letters. I've found credit card numbers in the trash can that have never been processed. I've seen checks show up in piles of mail that no one's ever looked at. Make it easy to receive inflow of income producing communication particles. I've had people tell patients, come back next week, or customers, hey, we're too busy. I've actually had someone turn off their phone because they were too busy. They just put it on an answering machine. They say, oh, we're too busy. We can't take any more business. Of course, they wonder why in a few weeks they're scrambling around for business. Inflow of income producing com particles is important. It's just junior two number one, which is the outflow to general public using any communication particle or body. So set up your line so that income producing particles can come in easily and they will if you have your outflow in place. Okay. Number three in priority, outflow of finished work or reports to other org, which is short for organization, org members. Yeah. You know, people, you need to communicate with your teammates. Uh, bosses need to communicate to their, to their juniors. Juniors need to communicate to their bosses. So, you know, you ask for something, the speed with which that's returned is important and it does measure the efficiency and the quality of that organization. But it's number three and you put that aside. If you're handling outflow to the general public or inflow of income-producing communication particles. Outflow of the finished worker reports to other organization members is junior to those things. So if it becomes a choice of one or the other, which one are you going to put your attention on? I was in a coffee shop just this morning and, uh, standing in line and two staff talking to each other, going over something was obviously more important than the people standing in line. And after waiting for a few minutes, I just walked out, went to a different place where they, of course, had their heads on straight as far as handling the inflow of income-producing communication particles. And the outflow of finished work or reports to other org members was junior in importance to there's a customer wanting to be serviced. You've all had that experience. It's important, but it's number three. Number four, inflow of orders, requests, information from other org members. Yeah, you need to be able to receive communication. Have a basket system, have some place where people make it easy for communications to be received and then swiftly delivered. Have a system for that. It is important. Inter-organizational communication is important and will measure your success to a large extent. It's just junior in importance to the earlier three but have your communication system set up so that it's easy to receive a communication and you can get to it when you can get to it and handle it. This, of course, means that verbal communication is often not the best way to go because, hey, if you're busy with something else, you're handling an income producing communication particle and somebody wants to talk about office business and they're yapping in your ear when you're trying to handle something and you say, yeah, 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 I'll get to it, but, of course, you never do because It's not important right then, and it was never written down. It was never put in any kind of a basket. So, of course, it gets disregarded, and the organization becomes much more inefficient thereby. So there you have it. Hubbard's final sentence here is give priority in terms of time as above and increase your unit, which in this sense means a unit of income. So give priority in terms of time as above and increase your income. And you will. Well, there you go. Hope this has been of service to you. The last uh, podcast, we got a lot of great response from you on that. And I look forward to your response to this one. And I hope it has been of value to you. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week.